Hi, you're listening to Tipsy Book Reads. I'm Rebecca. I'm Bree. And I'm Jessica. And, and we're, we're tipsy. tipsy. <laughs> we could say, I've got too many books on my TBR. I've got too many books on my TBR. I've got too many books on my TBR. Disclaimer, we are all over 21 and there will be spoilers. We warned ya. Hey Jess, <laughs> what you drinking? We're drinking the Corporal Kai. It's a beautiful red cocktail. It has vodka, elderflower liqueur, muddled blackberries, and lemon juice. Served in a martini glass. Cheers, ladies. Delicious. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That is so perfect. These blackberries? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love oh yeah, there's like blackberries. That it's the color of the Corporal Kai. Yes. Keftas. So genius. You did so good. I know, this is so you good. Yeah, Jess totally came up with this and she's incredible. <laughs> Love it. So good. Okay. So, we're all reading Shadow and Bone. So this podcast, we're going to go through each of the books and go through a couple chapters. So this week, we're going to be talking about the beginning to chapter seven. Yeah. yeah. Through chapter seven. Through chapter seven. <laughs> so ladies... What do we think? <laughs> I'll do like a little 10 word thing, right? Should we do that? Like a 10 word? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. So we're going to each say 10 words <laughs> about the chapters that we read as a whole. So should I go first or do you guys want to go? Go for you it. Go. Okay. Holy cow, so much happens in these chapters. Wow, yikes. Oh no, wait. <laughs> I counted it out. Holy cow, so much happens in these chapters. Wow, yikes. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, absolutely beautiful, absolutely terrifying, addictive, confusing. The darkling equals Albright. Eyebrow wiggle. I killed it. No. Eyebrow wiggle. He sure does. <laughs> does the eyebrow Sass, brilliance, mouse a simp, I can't breathe, the darkling. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. That was incredible. That was so good. Oh I loved your guys' description. Yes, that was so good. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I think so. But like on the real, so much happens in these first chapter. I told you I have so many notes. I know. We all like kind of did a ton of notes. Disclaimer, we did read this series before. Yes. That's what started this whole thing is that we were all reading it um, and had a big group chat and then we were like, we should start a podcast. Um, So this is our second time reading it. And I missed so much the first time around. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lee Verdugo is a genius. Literally. I love you. Come on our show. Okay. <laughs> Please. Thanks. Please. We would love to talk to you. We know you're super busy, but... But, like, we love you. Okay. Anytime. 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 Literally anytime. <laughs> okay. So, so much happens in these chapters. Holy cow. If you can say, like, one thing about this book series is it's not slow. Like, <laughs> like I feel like a lot of times I read books and it takes me a few chapters to get in. This, from the beginning chapter, just, like grabs me. So should we talk about the beginning chapter a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just really quickly going back to the first time that we read this through, and I read the before out loud to you, and we both kept screaming, like, every paragraph, (laughs) and we were like, what is this book? I'm so excited. And, like, 
they talk about amnesia pills that if you could like take one and reread something for oh, the first time over yeah. again, this would definitely be one of those oh books my. that I would take that. Because yes. amazing. Agreed. Yes. Okay, I totally forgot about that because we were like driving and you were reading it to me and I was Aww. like, yes. And then we had to stop <laughs> and do something and I was sad. I, I think get it. coffee, and we wanted oh, yeah. to read more than we wanted coffee. <laughs> Coffee's a priority, but yeah. we were like, oh, I've got to finish this. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Um, <laughs> coffee is always a priority. So always. If a book is more important, that's yes. a big deal. Okay, so I first, I'm going to start off a little bit into this chapter, and um, kind of think it's funny and, like, strange that the people that work for them, like, call them the servants, call them the little ghosts. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. Oh, here's another disclaimer, guys. We're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we don't know how to read. <laughs> or speak. <laughs> or speak. So, if we say things incorrectly, please forgive us. We just... Yeah. yeah. I just you memorized know, a bunch of words. I did see a quote <laughs> once, though, that said, never make fun of the way somebody pronounces something because it means they learned it by reading it. I love that. And that just, you know... That's true. I, I love oh, it. I so, love I'm going that. with it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to, like, say that right now. <laughs> but, okay, so going back to, like, the first time that I read this, when we did, re- like, you read this out loud to me, I was so confused because I remember, I think we read the back of the, it first and, like, kind of got, like, the story gist, and I was like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> Who are these what? little children? What yes. is going on? Oh, my gosh. And I love how she tied that in. Like, what a beautiful choice. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So good. Again, talking about that first page, did she know she was Grisha? Because in the second paragraph, it says the girl was different and she knew it. I wrote that too. I agree. Because the first time I totally did not like register that. And I was like, wait a minute. Did she actually know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is such a good point. I mean, I Wow. I agree. I agree. I also have that note. I also think it's very interesting that the first thing that we get introduced about, like the Grisha, is that Mal says, you're witches. And that sets it up so well for the rest of the series. Yes. It goes in that written down too. Yes, that's so good. I do, since we're on the topic of Mal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, in this, this part, when they're talking about, like, her appearance... And how she's like, they're like, she doesn't eat anything, mm-hmm. and she looks scary, basically. <laughs> Not yeah, the exact words. Pale and sour, pale like and a sour. glass of milk that's turned. That's I have so that underlined. Mean. That is me. <laughs> but I kind of like, I smiled at the part where he's like, I don't think you're ugly. I literally have a heart next to that in my book. <laughs> how cute, how smooth. He's like so little, and he's already literally, like, Okay, that's my two things is, at what, are they eight? At this point, I believe. I think so. They're like pretty young. He's already great with words. And she's already so sassy. When the yeah. other Grisha, Grisha shows up, she goes, anyone can boil water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sassy okay. little eight-year-old. Yes. Her sass is incredible. I want to I wanna say sometimes um, when reading books and, like, reading people's inner monologue, I, like, kind of will roll my eyes. Yeah. I'm like, you're a little annoying. Get over yourself. You yeah. know, I'm like, they're going through horrible trials. Yeah. <laughs> but when I read her inner monologue, I'm like, I love you. No, oh, I'm like, I would yes, be your best queen. friend. Oh my goodness. She's like, stick it to the man. Yes. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. She is sarcastic, 
funny, incredible. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say about the before? Do you guys have any notes? One thing that I have yeah. is I find it very interesting that even from the very beginning, Alina is the one doing the protecting. So, like, at the very beginning of the, or the end of the before, it says um, that, like, she was the one that grabbed his hand, and she kind of was protecting him. That's a good point. And I think that's really interesting looking forward to the rest of the chapters we cover, and, like, looking back to eight-year-old Alina protecting Mal. Iconic. I love that. That's such a good thing to say. Uh, I also, just real quick, the part where they're talking about, like, them at the end after they've seen the Grisha and it says the Duke would have recognized that look and then it continues on and then the very last line of the before chapter is he knew the look of a man defending his home with nothing but a rock in his hand oh. that is chills oh yeah. I literally have that chills <laughs> my whole body that is such good writing and I oh love that we God. all have that we, have it. <laughs> we also have our books in front of us and every single one of us has it highlighted yeah. and written yeah. and something next to it because that's one such great writing like you said and it also gives kind of a look of how they feel like yeah. how he feels because mm-hmm. he's literally defending yeah oh, so, okay, good. Good. <laughs> so good oh beautiful okay Chapter one, anyone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, my literal first note on this chapter is she's so funny and sarcastic. Like, <laughs> literally, Alina is sassy as hell, and I love I, it. My three times. We love the sass <laughs> exclamation point. I underlined where she said, uh, when the soldier said, watch yourself, she said, why don't you watch your back that feet? <laughs> That's what I underlined. So good i have all of these yeah i need to take some notes out of her book <laughs> and then also on page nine she goes singing what idiot is singing on his way into the fold yeah. she's like we're about to go face our death and you're gonna sing on the way yes <laughs> i love that um in this description of the shadow fold that they she goes into how it's called the unsee because it's supposed to and it's intended to like put the soldiers and the merchants um, at their ease and encourage crossings, which is, like, tricky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she also calls it a dirty smudge on the yes. horizon. <laughs> which I was like, for some reason, I just love that description. Yes. Okay, so we, in this chapter, obviously are past them being young, so they're older now, and we meet old now here. So that's exciting. What did you guys think about that? I kind of um, low-key hated yeah. <laughs> Agree. He's annoying. Um, like, he is, to me, like, in a movie, when you see the stereotypical jock mm-hmm. that, like, knows their hot shit, mm-hmm. that's what I think Mal is. Yeah. yeah, it's like them having the co- whole conversation about that Ruby, like, the, her, the friend yes. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then how he was like, I thought you liked her or whatever, and she's like... He's so oblivious. He's so oblivious. Yeah. Like, she only... Ruby only liked her because... She was close to Mal, which, that's really sad. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. I think that their banter and, like, their, like, relationship, though, like, when they're actually interacting between the two of them, that is great. Yes. Like, you can tell how comfortable they are, how much they like each other, what good friends they are. Yes. I just feel like he gets so caught up in other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. I agree. What a good point. Yeah. Back to the fold. It talks about that it grew with each passing year, and I, like, did not realize that. that. I was like, wait, what? It's getting bigger? That's weird. I 
didn't know that. On page 10, yeah, I... That's I, crazy. That had me shook. I did not remember that from the first time around. Yeah, it's also mean. on page 10 is their interaction about, like, her... Uh, or, yeah, you're interfering with my plan, so really, yes, to get trampled and have injuries all around or whatever, so she didn't have to go into the fold. <laughs> that was so fantastic, like, that just commentary of, like, dark humor <laughs> is my favorite. Also, somewhere in this book, I just have Malaho. <laughs> I do have to say, I hate book Mal. I really do. At least these beginning parts, I really dislike him. I kind of hate him. Also, in my head, he is so hot, but just so cocky. Yeah, that's true. Especially now, like, the image of, like, Archie playing out on the screen. Like, that helps a little bit. Like, I'm like, I don't hate him that much. I know. It's hard to hate him and, like, reading about him, and I'm like, oh, actually, I do. I do hate him. Oh, man. So, basically, in this chapter, they're getting ready to go into the fold. So, we're learning a little bit about their anxieties about it and how nervous they are, which is great in the sense of getting more commentary from Lena and the awesomeness that she has to talk about it, which is some of my favorite things. Um, And we also get to see some of the Grisha pop up in this Yeah, already, which is so exciting. I wonder who's in that dark carriage. Who could it be? Also, Mal told Alina she looked terrible, and that's so rude. He's rude. He is rude. Um, also, back to Lee Bardugo's brilliance, when she was smiling, he said... Her spirits have been restored. The sun can once more shine. And I was like, oh my gosh. Whoa. Like, the sun can once more shine. On page 14, we have that line. And then I was like, oh my gosh. Why is she so smart? Yeah. That's too That's We get introduced on page 14 as well to one of our um, favorite characters of all time. Yes, we will. Zoya. Yes. Yes, Zoya. Uh, I literally, like, underlined it and said, our girl, exclamation point, exclamation point. Zoya. (laughs) I love how, like, subtle that she's written into these chapters, too, because at this point, if we hadn't read it before, or, like, through the chapters, that we would be like, who is this girl who just just happened? She's like, seems like a real bitch. Like, what is going on? The first time around, I definitely did not like her the first couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Me neither. I was like, this bitch. (laughs) She's gotta go. Also, when Mal's mouth was open and Alina goes, close your mouth before something flies in. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Amazing. I love her. Amazing. So much. Bro, and then we meet Michael and Dobrev, and I love them. Hey, sticks. Yeah, and they're all like, yeah, that girl was looking at you. And he's like, yeah, so she was. Like, like, so nonchalant. As she should be. I put eye roll. But I also underlined, I said, they say Grisha girls can put spells on you. So, like, all of, like, the, like, little hints at, like, all of, like, the distrust and, like, 
magic mysticism that still surrounds the Grisha at this point. Like even in Ravka, because yeah. they're supposed to be like the top better like, off. Yeah. Yes. I definitely mentioned that a few times in my notes of just how much they're like separated. Separate. Yes. And it's almost like like a class mm-hmm. situation where they're like Here's the Grisha, and they're scary. Yeah. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. They describe them as normal us. Unnatural. But then again, like, Alina thinks of them as, like, these beautiful, like, magical. Like, she thinks she's not beautiful enough. You know? Yeah, Yeah. that's a good point. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit of her, like, inner monologue of her insecurities. Yeah. Because strong. Wow. Yeah. Because, like, we're reading this, and we're like, yes, I love her. She's the best. And then, like, the and next line like is, like, herself. I don't, I'm, like, too skinny. Or, yeah. I, like, I'm my dark eye, whatever. Icicles. Icicles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my dark eye bags. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Um, under my eyes. And, like, all these things that she just, like, nitpicks herself. Mm-hmm, or, like, mm-hmm. she just doesn't feel good enough. At one point, she's like, I'm just a map, a map maker. And not even a good one. Like, at one point, to describe herself, like, I just want to give her a hug and be like, you're beautiful. Stop. You're actually super powerful. <laughs> I know. You're just but... being hindered in your place. Yes. <gasps> yep. Move I'm going to definitely go back to this conversation okay. in a couple chapters. Yes, yeah. Because... Let's move along. Did we have anything else to say? I think I did, but I'm not sure. Um, oh, I was really glad to see them as, like, done 16-year-olds because I feel like in the show, yeah. because they were, like, aged up, like, we didn't really get to see them be quite as dumb. Yeah. And it's also so heartbreaking at the same time because they are dumb 16 year olds and they're about to go on this like journey to like basically that's like assumed death Death. like and like they're just like oh yeah like she's jealous that he's like flirting with these girls and then like the next day she's supposed to go like face like this unimaginable darkness you know i think that makes it 10 times worse yeah like the fact that we get that like flirty like also oh I have to watch him like flirt with other girls and stuff like that and they're literally like going off to their death the next day and that just makes it hit even harder and I do agree like we kind of not to like focus on the show (laughs) very much but like we did we kind of missed out on that I think so too yeah like they're human they're 16 year old humans and have regular human gossip and drama Mm -hmm. and heartache and then they're facing this big thing and yeah definitely it's kind of a lot yeah what a great chapter what a great just beginning in (laughs) can i mention one thing on page 24 she goes you know i'd be or he he she goes you know i'd be lost without you and he goes she replies back to him you've never been lost in your life and then it goes on and it says, Mal could find true north yeah. with her always. <laughs> yeah, so him talking about that he'd be lost without her. And then he mm-hmm. goes on to say that, like, he says, it's always just you and me, Alina. Yes! And I'm like, why are you so good with words? Yes. Really, Mal? Yes. No, why do you, doing. Like, I hate you, but why are you so good with words? Like, yeah. I don't blame Alina for being in love with him because. 100%. He's too much. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, chapter two? Yes. Any super prevalent thoughts that we're thinking of chapter two? We get to meet the different orders of Grisha. It kind of introduces them, which is pretty exciting. We see the squalors. They talk a little bit more about the keftas, which is really exciting. It just, like, paints this beautiful picture in my mind. I remember being so confused the first time around about all the different, like, orders and, like, 
what they all belong to. I'm still confused. <laughs> On my first page of my notes, I have them literally written down. <laughs> so you can keep because back. every time we talk about it, I have to look back and be like, wait, wait, wait. what's the theory of Kai again? I know we have a Kai drink, but wait, what is that? <laughs> Who are those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, that's true. Um, also, a ton happens. Yeah. In yeah. this chapter, like insanity, chaos. Yeah. If we could name this chapter, it'd be like chaos on steroids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Sounds accurate. I love how they she described going into the fold, like standing at the end of everything. That is like, that so deep, honestly. Yeah. End of everything. Like th- that could have been described anyways. Like everything went black. Everything went, no. It's like standing at the end of everything. Yeah. Can we talk about the Volcra? Oh yeah. The description. They're oh terrifying. Oh my gosh. They're terrifying. I remember being that like freaked out the first time around. I love when books mention books mm-hmm. and it mentioned how it was more terrifying than anything she had ever read in a book. Yeah. And I was like, books paint such a vivid picture and thinking about something more terrifying than anything in a book, even like a fantasy book. That's gotta be real hella terrifying. Yeah. Also, just like the scary part where it says, someone whispered, be ready. And then they're just waiting for the attack. Like, ugh. The The anticipation. Yeah. (laughs) Of like dying. Yeah. Yeah. Being ready to face your death. I want to read this like little paragraph because it just is sums it all up so basically she's talking about the fold and she says at first it was like drifting into a thick cloud of smoke but then there was no heat no smell of fire sound seemed to dampen and the world became still and then it goes on about how like everything is fading and i and she realizes she can't even see like basically the front of their what is, how do you pronounce that skiff skiff yeah see okay so we're really starting off strong <laughs> <laughs> um darkness fell around us black weightless and absolute we were in the fold yeah. the power of that sentence i literally wrote that i said powerful yes. mark. yeah oh my god the gosh. writing is phenomenal it's very short sentences and i think that was just like so well played in that just very blunt, blunt. straight yes. to the point but like very powerful mm-hmm. i we- totally agree should we catch them up in case they haven't read yet? Oh. I feel yeah. like we've been, um, maybe? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. We're just assuming they've read. Oh, okay. Well, Sorry. if you, we should have said this in the beginning, <laughs> but like, if you want to read along with us, <laughs> we're going to be covering like eight chapters a week. We are. So, um, read along with us. Um, that's why we said spoilers at the beginning. <laughs> true. True. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, but you're so right. We did just jump right in. And yeah, we did. My bad. Okay, we're okay. learning. This is a learning. None of us have done a podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> You're learning with us. <laughs> um, but good point. So just to catch them up, they were going into the fold because they're both in the military. She's a map maker. She's, She's a, a tracker. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> they have to cross the fold to get to the other side of Rafka, which is where they to live. To get supplies. To get supplies. Yeah. Um, are we... Yeah, and then they're on this, like, skiff, which is, like, the boat that yes. they use to that cross. It goes across sand, not water. Yeah. It's a sand skiff. Yep. Um, and that's where the to, fold is at. I have to mention, the first time I read this, I was super confused. I thought it was water. Like, for yeah. the longest time. I mean, it's called this unsea, like, that's And then I, like, I don't even remember when it, it like, 
light bulb went off that it was sand. Because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why is he jumping off? Like, I was yeah. like, what is happening? Well, I'm not going to lie. When I was, I didn't think it was water. But when I was picturing the sand skiffs, I just thought it was like, like a pallet of wood with like a little flag on it. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I feel like that's accurate. <laughs> like, I literally just thought of like a square pallet. And like, people like, <laughs> Like a tiny little piece of wood, like Titanic style. Oh my god! Oh, that's what I picture. And then reading, like watching the show and reading it through again, like I have a different vision. So that's interesting. Pause for pouring of a new drink. Sorry, guys. It's called Tipsy Book Reads for a reason. So basically, they're going through the fold and they use the Ethereoci to get through. So they use the squallers to create wind to push the sails. Nice. And then they use the Inferni for light because nice. artificial light attracts the Volcra. So they use the fire of the Inferni. So yes. yeah, that's yes. pretty much to sum it up. Yes, yes. Pop off, Jess. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. You know those terms. I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that was a great description of that. So basically, now we find them. On this skiff, already forgot how to say that. Skiff. Um, and they're crossing the fold, and it's very quiet, and like they cannot make a sound, they cannot even breathe, basically, or the scary okra will come and get them. Yes, it says they like smell your blood. Yes. And then all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> the Volcra are there, and Alexi is getting. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Alexi! Rewind. Alexi. We I know him for a few pages, and I will. But he just seems so sweet. Red moment of silence for Alexi. He helps Alina. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, like, no silence. I'm a couple of cups of uh, cocktails in. <laughs> she said, Alexi, who? No. Absolutely no moment of silence for that man. Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Let's try that again. No, the moment passed. <laughs> oh okay, God. well, anyways. Alexi. Poor that's, Alexi. That's Alina's fellow Bestie. maker who helps her out. He saves her ass. You know totally how does. you have that, like, co-worker that is, like, you know when you're the working one. that shift with them and you're like, okay, it's going to be okay. I can make it that's, through. I can make it through. That's that's them. That's, that's them. them. Yep. And then she sees him die. Basically. Very traumatic. And then it talks about how no the Broker's talons were already oh wet with his blood. And I was like, oh my god, I'm crying. But think about how traumatic this all is, right? Because like you're like holding each other's hands, you know like stuff is about to go down. But then like literally before you can like even process what is happening, like he's just like up, dead, bleeding everywhere. Torn from your grasp (laughs) and there's this monster with blood dripping from its talons. Very traumatic. Oh my god. So bad. This chapter in itself was actually a short chapter. Which is wild because of how much happened in it and how many deaths happened. When she said the air was thick with the smell of blood (gasps) and gunpowder, I was like, no thank you. (laughs) No thank you. My gosh. Okay, so... Let's talk about the whole interaction between Mal yeah. and Alina. Okay, so Alexi, he gets he gets snatched right off the bat. I love you. We love so you. Sad. Yes. And then Alina's just like sat there, like, what just happened? And like this bull crust coming at her, and all of a sudden, and Mal's just there, 
knight in shining armor. He's like, get out of the way. And, like, shoves her. Yes. Which I kind of loved this whole interaction because it was almost like he saves her, she saves him. And it was, like, this whole, like, back and forth thing that, like, I don't know. I just... I, like, um, obviously it was a horrible thing, but, like, I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, but when it said, like, she huddled over Mal, shielding his body with hers, it just brought me back to the before Mm -hmm. when she was the one to grab his hand. Like, she was the protector all along. I love that. Yeah. Leah, I love you. Okay. (laughs) Such beautiful writing. Wow. It goes, she goes, this is it. I fought hopelessly. I bet low over Mal, keeping pressure on the wound. And then, oh my god, then it gets to one of the best lines, I think. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, so she's huddled over him. He says, they're coming. She sees them. She's shielding his body with hers. She goes, I knew it was futile, but it was all I could offer. And then she presses her forehead to Mal's, and she hears him whisper, I'll meet you in the meadow. <gasps> oh my god. I was like, god. Right, tears are now staining my book. <laughs> it's just sweat. It's just sweat. And we didn't really talk about this in the beginning chapter, but like they have a special place and it's called the meadow. Yeah. So like that, oh, like they're about to die and then they're crying. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. <sighs> and then they're they're gonna meet each other in the meadow. Okay, but I gotta move on or I'm gonna start crying. And we're, we just started. And then just the end of that chapter. Like, okay, so she her power shows up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it just goes, and the world went white. Which I love how they she described this because at this point, as the reader, we still don't actually know if it was her. Yeah. Like right. we have our We just don't know we what's just, happening. We don't know what's happening. There's so much going on, so many descriptions, so much is happening, and then it's like and the world went white. And we have no idea if it's her. We have no idea if it was Mal. Like, at that point, it could have been Mal. Yeah. Like, we had no could have been anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the place where you end, and it's like, what? Yeah. yeah and I feel like that's just, like, such like that. That's the good part of being inside her head. Because at this point, she doesn't have any idea either. Mm-hmm. Right. You She's know. just like, there's this light. It exploded through my vision. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. she's like, what's going on? <laughs> she just knew that the Volcra, like, loosened up. Yeah. And she's like, What's awesome. happening? Okay. And then it says, I fell forward and my head connected with the deck. And then I felt nothing at all. And that's where we end the chapter. And we go to chapter three. So we end this chapter literally being like, what, what? the frick just happened? <laughs> I know, reading that, I was like, wait, did I miss something? I think I like, read that chapter a few times. Why'd yeah. the world go white? You're in the fold. I thought it was dark. Yeah. It's like, did she die? Yes. I definitely thought she died. I was like, we're on chapter two. <laughs> How'd they kill her already? It's her perspective from, like, beyond. Death? <laughs> oh. Okay, oh but God. then, chapter three. Chapter starts. three. This is, like, literally my first note is, poor babe wakes up thinking that she had died to a rifle pointed in her face. Yeah. They were, can we talk about how scared they were of her? Yeah. Like, they weren't even sure what happened. And at that point, they could sense how powerful she was, that they were, like, like, to the point where she fell and was trying to catch someone for, like, um, balance or whatever. And he, like, moved away from her. Yeah. Even the Grisha was yes. scared of her. Yeah. That's and scary. they're the ones who should know Can I have what has power? happened. And like she that. wakes mm-hmm. up from that traumatic experience with a gun in yeah. her face. And the first thing she says is, get that thing away from me. Yeah. 
Yes, girl. I Advocate adore her. for yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So one of my first notes was how they were so scared of her, which is wild. Um, but what is fascinating about this chapter is we get such a feel for the dynamic between the Grisha and the first army yeah. or the army. Like we get that yeah fighting that like ooh, there's tension. it's so tension they yes. the word the I was yes even just like that whole between was it zoya or i don't, I don't think we know how it was zoya at that point one of the we'll just say one of the grisha <laughs> <laughs> and the commander or whatever i forgot the title of what he is but um and it's like she's like what like but she's going with me and then he's like no she's one of us <laughs> No, just when she was like, wow, like, all of these people are watching me. And then she's like, not watching, guarding. And she's like, wait, am I a prisoner? Like, what I do? Like, so confused. Not sure who she offended or what she did wrong. That's got to be so terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my god. But she asks so many times about where Mal is. Yeah. I I just like to say that. Like, that's, like, one of her main concerns is she's like, where is Mal? She's trying to describe him. She's like, where is he at? I need to know before anything continues. And they're just like, no, like, follow us. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Also, we get to officially meet someone in this chapter. The name of the Darkling. The description of him in this chapter is fascinating. Also, I love that the entire time that she's basically like, I'm not anything. I'm just a map maker. He's so disinterested. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how he's described in this. It's, like, even when he's, like, okay, well, next. Like, yeah. he just is, like, passive. Yes. And then all of a sudden, when it's time to, like, move on to just his conversation with Alina, it's, like, he's totally back in it. Like, yeah. I don't know what that says about him. This is wild. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that the first time around. Um, I would like to hang out in the Darkling's tent the way that it is described on page 40. Yes, oh, yeah. Like, um, excuse me? Like, why is it so nice? Like, they're all off being eaten by Volcra. Yes! And they're the rest like of them are in this tent lounging. Sipping that shit. Like, can I get a foot massage while I'm here? Give me some kvass or whatever you call it. <laughs> so, Alina's first description of him is that he's too young. Yeah. Did... Uh, hello? I missed that the first time around. Yeah, like, me too. 100%. He's too young. <gasps> so, I'm picturing him, like, 25 at most. Yeah. Like, mm. Like, that delicious vision of Ben Barnes. Yeah. Though, that's mm-hmm. all I could see. Yeah, one hundred percent. I feel that. Yes. Ugh, I um, love that man. I also wanted to just to pick up on when we were talking about the insecurities when she's walking through the tent and the Grisha are like laughing and like talking to each other and like staring at her and she like starts to feel less than and then she picks up her chin and stares them right in the eye. And I'm like, yes, 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 badass. Heck yeah. Oh, I loved that. I like that they keep asking what she is and not who she is, but yeah. she keeps responding it to it like a who question. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, what? Yes. And she's like, like, what are you? A map maker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a map maker, sir. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is happening here? Oh, I also wanted to mention that they talk about how he's all in black. Mm-hmm. And that he's the only one who can wear black. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just remember that. Just like, that, that power. Yes, that power. Like, but you can say that. That is fascinating. But he, like you said, he's so disinterested. Like, this line on page 43, he says, 
Who actually saw what happened? His voice was cool, distant, almost disinterested. Like, he's just like... So? Yeah, I have that in mind. And yet he commands power. There's so many times that it talks about, like, his voice was barely more than a whisper, and yet everybody shut up and looked right at him. Exactly. Like, his presence just commands power. Yeah. Also, the wording... Lee Bardugo, why are you so smart? It talks about her fear being eclipsed by the beauty surrounded by her. And, like, the Darkling symbol is a sun in eclipse. And, like, going back to the thing at the beginning about, like, the sun shining and, like, just all of these little hints at things are phenomenal. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about... Oh, go ahead, please. No, it's okay. Um, Sorry, not to go back, no, but page fine. 42, she finds out that Mal's alive and that he's okay. And then later on oh, in that yes. paragraph, she says, we had survived the fold and we would survive this madness too. She's so certain that as long as he is by her side, oh. that everything will be okay. Oh, and that yeah. she's going to be okay. And like that comfort in somebody else is just like so magical to me like oh. to just know like okay if this person's okay and they're with me we're all good here the like, relief she probably felt, I know. felt after all that insanity yeah oh that's precious um i was just gonna say when they're talking about um to, to just like move on mm-hmm. when we're talking about what happened yeah. and they're like the main um cartographer whatever mm-hmm. it's called is um, talking about what he saw, and she's like, "Where were you?" Like yes. when he she like, calls him out. Oh, that was my favorite. I literally have written next to him like the sass call him out, like <laughs> because it's true. Like he was described as just like standing there, and they're all fighting for their lives, and she's like, um, "Where were you?" And then she well, she said that it came out of her mouth before she could even think better of it. Yeah. But I'm like, "Good for you, girl." So I loved that the fact that everything is literally falling apart and she can still find a moment to be sassy right she goes alexi might still be alive if you've gotten off your bony ass to help us yes go 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 off go off babe that's what we want to hear (laughs) um okay so just moving on in this chapter we also hear for the first time the term sun summoner yes which is fascinating i have highlighted here a quote that says what are you suggesting old man that you found us the sun summoner same (laughs) (laughs) that is such a huge pivotal moment in this entire story because at this point we have no idea really who elena is elena is and then we get this moment of like what like this person calling this old guy out who by the way they're talking about the cartographer um saying like is this our savior, basically? Like, that's awesome. literally the equivalent. Yeah, so, like, that's fascinating. Um, and everyone thought it was a joke. They yes. were all, like, good one. They were all, like, making fun. And then the Dark King's just, like, quiet. Yes. In just his very soft voice, and everybody's like, oh, shit. The tone <laughs> changes here completely in yeah. this chapter. So then this entire chapter, we move on. At this point, he, like, kind of gets down and starts talking with her which is basically whispers. And so the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, ooh. (laughs) I'm just, like, picturing myself as one of the Grisha, like, trying to listen in. And he's just, like, talking so softly. And I'm like, what was that? Trying to be nosy. (laughs) So um, also at this point, Malice is brought into the discussion of, like, what do you remember? And I love that the moment that they kind of, like, make eye contact, like, he's trying to figure out, what do I say here? Because we know he saw what happened. 
Yeah, like he she was, was on top of it. <laughs> he was right there, up and personal, and so he's like, "Do I cover?" Like, yeah, that's how in my mind it doesn't say this in this chapter, but in my mind when I'm reading that, like between the lines, I like can just see in his eyes, like, "Do I cover what I say?" <laughs> Telepathic <laughs> attempts at communication. <laughs> yes, um, and he also mentions that, like, this is really sad, <laughs> but he says, like, we were from the same dot yes. village. If she could do anything like that, I would know. And that right there, because he doesn't want to say, like, orphanage. Yep. Which, I don't know if we mentioned before, but in the, bef- the before chapter, <laughs> um, they're in an orphanage. And so that moment right there is, like, he's almost, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, like, like ashamed? Ashamed, yeah. yes. They're of embarrassed or by their past. Especially surrounded by the Grisha. Like, yeah. I can and see that how... beautiful tent. Yeah. Yeah. That beautiful tent. All these, like high like beautiful powerful people yeah. and to admit like had to be we met at an orphanage yeah. but Ooh. also how powerful that you two did find each other mm-hmm. at an right. orphanage and you have that bond but obviously like when people are staring at you you're going to be like yes. oh yeah we're orphans <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um i love this moment afterwards i got like shivers up my spine when after he says that about the the village or the orphanage the darkling stares at him mm-hmm. for a long moment and then he says we all have our secrets and like at yeah. that point he's looking back at Alina and I'm like yeah we do yeah. and I feel like in that very moment like with the darkling being as wise as he is I feel like they're just sizing each other up yeah, yeah. you know yeah. already yeah. from the moment they met because then immediately after that he rises up, walks down to meet her, and says the tent is eerily silent. And he says, now what do you say? Yes. Alina Starkov. He asked pleasantly. Yes. So he's being kind to her. Like, yes. okay. I find it fascinating, too, like, the parallel of him being so disinterested when everyone else was talking. Mm-hmm. And then it was time to, for her to talk that he's like, whole Into tone it. has changed again. That is such a good point. Um, okay, so should we talk about the next crazy thing that happened? Yes. The big moment? Yes. Who wants to start? (laughs) Okay, so they're trying to figure out (laughs) what she is, right? And at this point, the Darkling knows what is going on. Or at least he's hoping. He's hoping. That's a good, that's a better way to put it. And so he wants to test her. Yeah. Should we talk about the testing process? Because it's a little like saucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little saucy, a little abusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of freaky. Kind, kind of, of like, toxic. Scary. Yeah, this is probably where the red flag should be sailing. I'm <laughs> like, hey, yes. let me cut you open and see what happens. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Oh my god. So he has this thing and he cuts her arm to see what happens because he's all like what are you she's like i don't know what I'm did nothing. i do and he will first before that well or is it during i can't remember something along that line he is the darkling which means his power is shadows basically he controls and it's darkness all over so he makes it be dark <laughs> yeah yeah that's what he goes let's see what you can do yes and then he like opens his arms and then like yes he brought his hands together and there was a sound like a thunderclap (laughs) (laughs) so sorry earbuds (laughs) and then darkness came in and then everything was gone yes and then that entire thing happens and it turns out she can summon light (laughs) spoiler so that's a huge 
weird thing, and then I actually have highlighted, and I'm sure you guys do too, where he says, I guess you only look like a mouse. Yes. So uh, rude. I said, WTF savage. I don't, I, I kind of love it though, because the whole time, like, Mal is like, oh, you look weird, and like, yeah. and like, sometimes when people are referred to as like, mouse, like, you're like, you're so cute, you're so little, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's almost like, you almost look, you only look like you're a mouse. And yeah. then, this is one of the first times that we see him seeing past her looks and for her power itself, which yeah. I kind of love. Just saying. Okay, I have a lot to highlight on this page. Yeah. So, you want, do you want to go first? Yeah, just the fact that, okay, so they figure out she has this power, right? And then he's like, Ivan, which is one of the Grisha, um, he says, get her to my coach. I want her surrounded by an armed guard at all times. Take her to the little palace and stop for nothing. And she protests. She's like, excuse me, what? Like, he's literally taking her away from everything she's ever known. Um, And she goes, I'm not what you think I am. And then he, like, looks at her. He steps closer. And then it says, his voice so low that only I could hear. I doubt you have any idea what you are. Then he nods at Ivan and he says, go. He's like, get out of my sight. Get her where she needs to be. She needs to be safe, basically. And then this next part when he says like come on and grabs her arm really aggressively and he says ivan mind your tone she's grecian now which is another huge moment of like the power dynamic between separation separation because like it was okay before but now that we know she's grecia like you got to change your whole entire personality Mm -hmm. yeah oof treat her with respect yikes yeah that's a little bit of a yikes even once she finds out she's the sun summoner and has this power, she's like, I'm just a map maker. Yes. Not even a good one. That's yes. my favorite quote. <laughs> I'm not even a very good map maker. Like, Alina, honey, you are the sun summoner. You are literally so powerful and you don't even know. <laughs> I just want to scream at her. Okay, so this next part, wow. Yeah. This part, I remember the first time rereading this over and over again because I was like, so many things could have been different in this one entire paragraph that would have changed, like, so much. Yeah. So, basically, at this point, she's being escorted out of the tent because they find out that she's Grisha. And she looks back to the one person <laughs> that she wants to see in that moment to basically save her. And in the moment that he should have stepped up and saved her, they get t- separated. And he didn't do it. Yeah. And that entire, I wanted to cry out to him, to run to him, but in the next moment, he was gone. Oh my gosh, dagger in the heart. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> this chapter is such a whirlwind. I wrote, I wrote, how awful for her. She goes from just being a map maker, who's like afraid to cross the fold, to like afraid to face her death, to being attacked. Her best friend slash love interest, like, dying before her eyes. Um, And then waking up to a gun in her face, being forced in front of, like, the most powerful Grisha that there is. And then, like, being, like, abused and, like, realizing that she's a Grisha. Like, and then being dragged away from that by herself. Very traumatic. Like, it's so much. There's so much. And it's, like... Like, you have to imagine so that's probably quickly. within the space of, like, 12 hours. Yeah. It happens so quickly. She needs what a nap. chapter. Um, so we're going to just 
take a break? Simmer in that. And we're going to take a little <laughs> break because we have been drinking and so we need a bathroom break. I agree. So, <laughs> 10 out of 10 road We love you. Take a bathroom break. Bye. And we're back. And we're talking about chapter four. Whoop, whoop. Um, where should we even start? <laughs> so, despite what the dark moon said, I've been still being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, this entire scene of them just being together makes me kind of cringe because <laughs> he is kind of mean. Um, I also, on page 55, they start to talk about how. Okay, actually, sorry. Alina says this. So, I'm the Darkling's prisoner. And Ivan responds with, you're under his protection. And she quick replies with, what's the difference? <laughs> Which, for one, holy sass. And two, oop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, <laughs> pray you never find out. Oh, my God. That's so scary. <laughs> my goodness. They're really scared of him. Which is... Wild because he's scary, yeah. <laughs> but also beautiful, and we love him. Yes. Um. I also wrote another note here, just just in case I didn't understand it the first time, that I really want a Kefta. Yeah. I, and I say I that <laughs> we need to get on that. Yes, and I say that because when we talked about the last chapter of how he like sliced her her arm or whatever, they bring in a healer. To heal her arm, and then afterwards she gets the kefta, so that she has the bulletproof. Which spoiler, the keftas are bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. Can our keftas be bulletproof? Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> so we'll That's have a cool feature. But when she does give her her kefta, it says she kept her face blank, but I could tell it pained her to be part of it. Like I feel like it just becomes like such a part of like your identity when you are wearing it. You know what I mean? And it's your safety net. You have this bulletproof thing that you've worn ever since you were discovered at age, like, five or whatever, because apparently eight is late to be tested. Yeah. And now you're, they're just like, yeah, take that off and give it to this girl that you've never met before. Yeah. But then, like, going forward, just about how the captives are bulletproof, she's like, Grisha wore core cloth while ordinary soldiers went without did our officers wear to like these people who are on the front line like fighting this battle are going without any bulletproof measures when obviously the technology quote unquote is like there to protect them yeah and they don't have material kai could make them yeah and they don't like that's kind of bullshit once again the separation between the army and the creature exactly exactly dang crazy the other thing we talk about in this chapter is an amplifier which is the first time we actually read and hear this term is in this chapter. And they describe it, which is fascinating. Does anyone else want to describe it? No? No? Okay, we'll <laughs> go for it. So, oh no. <laughs> Basically, um, the way that he describes it is... Let me try to find that. Hold on. I have it written down. Maybe. Okay, 63. We're on page 63 at this point. So, um... He's an amplifier. And then Elena was like, what? And he kind of explains that there's different, like, animals. So uh, who was it that had the bear? Ivan. Um, Ivan. I think it was Ivan. Was it Ivan? Yes. I was going to say that, the but I claws, just wanted to sure. Yeah. The claws. So they are basically amplifiers, which takes the Grisha power and makes them even more powerful. So, and then there's certain rare ter- times when 
like the darkling is an amplifier, right? So when he touched her, her power showed way more than when it normally would have. But it also mentions very clearly that the Grisha power has to already be in them. So like you can't be a normal person and touch an amplifier and then suddenly have Grisha powers. Yeah. It yeah. also mentions that only that one they're rare and hard to obtain and that only the darklings most favored grisha have yes. them so yeah. it's not just this like everybody has these amplifiers it's like these not only are the grisha above everybody else in these people's eyes it's that the darkling picks even more like a mm-hmm. top few yeah. from Isn't that bunch yeah that like gets these rare creatures yeah and that's pretty powerful that is powerful. also go ahead no go ahead okay at the bottom of 63 that last paragraph she says she's talking about how she's feeling cold and then she's talking about the darkling's touch and she goes and that strangely familiar sensation of a call echoing through me a call that demanded an answer it had been frightening but exhilarating too can i just say like calls to like that's all I had to say. Literally, like, <laughs> I literally wrote like calls to like. Me too. Phenomenal. I had to make also, that point. I had to make that point. Back in the past chapter, when her power was coming up, when dark the darkling was, you know, <laughs> doing his human amplifier thing, she talks about her power being vaguely familiar. Yeah. And it keeps coming back to like. Yep. She's felt this before, but she's never really known what it is. Going yep. back to that, like, knowing she's different thing. Exactly. So, pretty cool. But, yes. Full like, calls circle. Like. Full circle. <laughs> also, we meet Fedor. Fedor? In this Our chapter. And, like, he's <laughs> such a perfect balance for Ivan because Ivan's an asshole. Yes. And then Fedor comes in and he's got these sweet smiles and he's, like, gracious and... Just a little bit more kind. And actually had a conversation with her and not just, like, telling her what to do. It was, like, like a person. Yes, asking her questions and, like, getting her more comfortable than not feeling just like a prisoner. Yeah. I interrupted you, Jessica. I'm sorry. No, you're totally fine. <laughs> I'm, I love Fit Your. Yeah. Like, exactly. He treats her like a human. Yeah. And it's probably <laughs> makes it a lot less scary for yeah. her. At this point, like, they're traveling along this path to get to the capital, to get to yes. the palace so that she can be protected. So they're sleeping in this, like, carriage. As they travel along, they're only, like, stopping to change horses. And, like, that's the only time they're stopping mm-hmm. so that she's safe. And so that's when she's having this conversation with them um, and trying to, like, figure out everything. But still, yes. like, being afraid because she's, like, by herself yes. with these, like, weird men. Yeah. Going to a foreign place? Like, can you imagine? I would be terrified. Terrifying. The other thing is, she falls asleep sleep at one point, and when she wakes up, I think it's Ivan asks, who's Mal? Mm-hmm. Which means, like, she was literally talking in her sleep about Mal, which is so fresh. Can I just correct you really quick? Yeah, please correct it's me. It's Okay, then thank you. Ivan is sleeping beside him, snoring loudly. I love that line. Oh, you're right. Yes, I thank you for line. the correction, because that's precious. It <laughs> okay. makes him so much more human. Yes. Even though he is an asshole. But yeah, I love that like, image. Oh, he snores too. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have anything to say about this really quick? Because I'm going to move ahead. That's good. If not. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the scene where they get stopped by a mm-hmm. tree blockage in the road. So basically, a tree falls down, and they have to stop, which they all notice is a red flag. Yeah. And they get attacked. Yeah. 
Um, at this point, we don't really hear about the Darkling being a part of this, like, people going <laughs> to protect her to the whatever it is. Um, and so she gets attacked. They all get attacked. And she gets taken and kind of, like, separated from everyone at this point. And she's, like, fighting for her life because she's amazing. And then we see the Darkling shows up. Yep. Which is the scariest and most attractive. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. Um, scenes where he uses the term the cut. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What is the cut? Brie, what is the cut? Okay. The cut is like the super powerful move that only... Like, the most talented and powerful Grisha can perform. And it's basically, like, the summoning of power that he then, like, forces out, question mark, and, like, cuts this man in half with his power. Literally in half. By, like, like, clapping his hands. What the heck? So, basically, at this point, she's, like, being attacked, and she's laying on the ground, and she, like, is fearing for her life, and she's looking in the other direction, and then she realizes there's, like, a pause. And all of a sudden, she... (laughs) <laughs> opens her eyes and the man is cut in half in and the front of her. His torso is like laying next oh to her God. and there's like blood everywhere. It's like, oh, what just this happened? This is fine. Yes. Everything's that fine. That is just the cherry on top of her day. Yeah. Yes. And then the fact that he's like, like, are you not, are you okay? But there's like a, like you're shaking moment or something where he notices like she's shaking and she's like, yeah, I just saw someone cut in half. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. And so, um, just to end this chapter, he takes her and decides that she's going to ride with her um, on a horse. (laughs) And that um, he notices she's shaking and goes through the whole situation. He takes off a glove and he puts his hand on the back of her her neck and calms her. Yeah. So, like, as an amplifier, does that mean that that's, like, a calming effect? That's yeah. what I had written. I said, this part is confusing. Yeah. Like, why does she fall asleep after that? Because, like, he does help her calm down, and so, like, it helps her to fall asleep? Or, like, is he making her fall asleep? Like, that part, like, wasn't I quite was clear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because she said she felt the same sense of power and surety flood through her. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like as powerful as he is... Maybe he also has, like, heart render effects that can, like, lower her heart rate. Like, he's so powerful that he probably has so many... Like, he's his own order of Grisha. He can probably do it all, honestly. Yeah, or it could just be the calming effect that he has on her because it doesn't quite, like, go into too many details. Like, it says that she closes her eyes and tries not to think. And then soon, despite the movement of the horse and the terrors of the day, she falls into sleep. Mm. So it's like, maybe he just kind of, like... Yeah. That, like, like calls to like, like, this yeah. man knows what wow. I've been through, like, that calms her. Or maybe even just, like, his reputation of being such a badass that she's like, okay, I'm safe now. Yeah. Like, at the mm-hmm. end of everything that went on, she's like, okay, like, I'm alive. Like, this, this guy's got me. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. But also going back, so the Fearedins are the ones yes. that are trying to <gasps> kill yes. them. So they're what they call, like, witch hunters. Yeah. So they obviously saw the light or something and they're coming after her and when the guy is attacking her and he goes to kill her he says he will not have this power too yeah and goes to kill her because he's like the darkling already has so much influence and everything and i wrote 
To be fair, he's right. One man should not hold such power. Yeah. So not justifying him wanting to kill Alina, but also that is one powerful man. That's a little bit scary. I agree. That's a lot of power for one person to have. So that's crazy. Devil's advocate there. So they end with her falling asleep, and now we're in chapter five. Mm -hmm. So this chapter is all about them traveling. And we get one of my most favorite scenes for some reason. I don't know why it's one of my favorites. <laughs> but, so at this point, we're, they're at a break. And they're at a little stream. Okay, but I kind of loved this entire dialogue between yeah, them. Because she, in her head, is thinking about Mal, right? I feel like I need to reread this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, sorry, I fell in love with you for a minute. Yes! Okay, make sure to write. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, she was talking like, about how oops. she didn't get to say goodbye to Mal, yeah. which is, oh my gosh, heartbreaking. Because you do realize in this moment, like, someone who she's grown up with, someone who she loves, who's her best friend, and you don't get to say goodbye, and you have no yeah. idea where you're going, you have no idea what's happening. And she's like, what would I even say? Thanks for being my best friend and making my life bearable. Oh, and sorry I fell in love with you for a while. Make sure to write. <laughs> And at that point, this is all in her head, and the Darkwing comes up and is like, what are you smiling at? So I also love that, that she's thinking about this, and she's smiling about it. (laughs) And that he's, like, so attentive. Like, back to that, like, he's, like, watching, attentive to her and not so much everybody else. Yes, because it says that he walks down and, like, splashes water Mm -hmm. on his face. So I feel like it's, like, one of those opportunities where you're, like, I need to, like, make an opportunity to talk to this person yeah because then he's like what are you smiling at and he's like well because she's just like oh shit like he called me and she's like myself yes (laughs) and he's like are you that funny and she says i'm I'm hilarious hilarious. same same (laughs) that is my favorite exchange i'm hilarious thank you thank you for noticing thanks for noticing (laughs) oh my gosh and then i have highlighted this quote from him that says, I am, I'm looking. Yes. <laughs> I wrote in the little margins, I wrote screaming. Yes. yes. So basically at this point, she's like, I don't know how, oh yeah, she's talking about how she's like not Grisha and everything. And then he's like, well, everything else talk is saying otherwise, like that you are Grisha. And then she's like, well, look at me, which is another direction of her insecurities. And he says, I'm looking. I said, oh, okay, huh? the red emoji with the tongue out. <laughs> yes. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, okay. Okay. Rolls over it. So then they just talked about how she's like super, basically insecure about herself. Yeah. Which is so vulnerable in that moment. Like, props to Alina for being so vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Also, moving on in that same interaction. Um, they're going back and forth about it, and he's kind of just being sassy, like, you know, you're obviously Grisha, whatever, and she says she wants to smack him, and then she, like, second guesses herself because she's like, oh, wait, he just cut a man in half? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. Like, maybe I should check myself. But let's move on a little bit when they're talking about his age, because this kind of made me go... You. So to catch you guys up, yeah, go ahead. Like they go down, like they're cleaning up, and then they go back to this, like where they've made camp for the night, basically. And they're like sitting around the fire, and then like he comes back over to talk to her. I said he's old, OMG, you. <laughs> <laughs> because he is. She's like staring at him, and then he comes over, and he's like, "Okay, ask me," because basically he wants her to like. 
he wants to have a conversation. Like, he wants to figure out what's going on, like, what's running through her mind. Because, obviously, she has questions. So, he's like, ask me, like, ask me anything. And the first thing she asks is, how old are you? And he goes, I don't know exactly. And then she's like, ouch, what are you talking about? Like, how can you not know how old you are? But then he... Like, it's such a sad this moment. so sad. Because he's like, well, how old are you? And she's like, well, fuck. Like, I don't know. I don't like, know how old I am. I'm, I'm an orphan. Oh. That is so hard. I was so sad about that part. It is so, so sad. But that entire um, conversation kind of moves into, like, the amplifiers. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, how how is he so old? Like, Right? Like, how yeah. has he lived this long? It doesn't make sense. So, he kind of describes about how, like, the Grisha, instead of, like, it sucking the life out of him, it adds life yeah. to him. And, yeah. like, to all the Grisha. But then people who are are the Grisha that are more powerful, they didn't even longer life. But he says he's 120 years old, right? Yes. And even that is supposed to be, like, extremely old. Yeah. Like, she's already kind of, like, he's huh? super powerful then if he's that old. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Da da da. Da da da. Yeah, like, that later. <laughs> I spent my whole life like searching for a fix. Like he's trying mm. to fix this thing that is the fold yeah. and saying that like she's hope for the world. Yeah. Okay. Let's kind of talk about that fix because we get a huge truth or a huge bomb of information here of that his alleged great grandfather or whatever it is, how many greats. It was great, the... great, great. Three greats. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what page that is, so go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> so his great, great, great grandfather apparently was the black heretic, and he made this fold because he was greedy, and this darkling is all like, I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to... Um, undo the damage to the country. I've spent my life trying to make things right. And so has all the Darklings before. Before him. Which at this point makes me think like, okay, are only the Darklings related to that family? Yeah. Like, that's a strange like... Yeah, because... That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird because it was his great-great-great-grandfather so like how many generations of Darklings like within this family? Yeah. So we'll have Mm -hmm. to wait and see. Also, back to the amplifier thing, when he's like, yeah, my bones would make a great amplifier. I know. Ugh. And then she was like, that's creepy. That is creepy. Like, no, yeah. thank you. Can I also just say on that same page, she sets up, like, just going back to Lee, like, she does such a great job of setting up the other books. Because yeah. she's talking about the other countries and how, like, Ravka is, like, supposed to be, like, the best treatment to the Grisha. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like the Fyridans kill them, like they have yeah. a bunch of witch hunters. Yeah, it says the Kirch sells them as slaves, the Fyridans burn them as witches, and the Shuhan um, carve us up seeking the source of our power. Like, wow. that just sets up everything, everything so well. So, like, how much does she plan ahead? Okay, yeah. wait, no, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but she's brilliant nonetheless. She's yes. brilliant. So, um, Sorry, go ahead. Do no. we have anything else about this scene? Because if not, I'm going to move ahead because we're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, To when they get to their place, which is... Okay, is it Osalta? Yeah. Osalta. Okay, yeah, that's why. One more thing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. When they were talking about the fold, and she's obviously upset about it. Like, yeah. this guy just cut someone in half in front of her, and he asks if it was better if she, he had yes. done it with a sword. Ooh. Because that's something to think about, like in war and all of these things, like that happens. Like so, 
if he had come up to the man and cut him in half with a sword and he asked if that would have been better and she was like I don't know yeah yeah that's but then the last line says because she feels guilty then yeah and then she says I couldn't shake the feeling that I had failed some kind of test yeah. and I feel like that sets up kind of their relationship in mm. a certain way yeah that's a good mean? point that's a good point okay going on sorry no you're good so that was all great you know information <laughs> so we're moving on and at this point they make it to os alta which is the capital of the country basically so they get there and she kind of has this vision in mind when they arrive like before they arrive what happens and um i freaking love this exchange of like you can tell the darkling is watching her reaction and he's like, what do you think? And she's, like, trying to figure out how to respond, like, what she thinks of what the building looks like. And she's like, it's grand. <laughs> this is my favorite. He says, I think it's the ugliest building I've ever seen. <laughs> I love that point. And that sets up the bluntness about everything that happens in the little palace, the royal time. palace, like, moving forward. I love it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So... This next entire, like, next few pages um, is all about... Oh, I do want to say one thing, though. Okay, so they, like, enter into the, you know, to the palace or whatever, and they get there, and she kind of makes a comment about how he hasn't been paying attention to her (laughs) in the last few, like, days or whatever, and I think that's another, like, nod to how young she is. Like, that kind of, like, young mind would be like, oh, my goodness, like... He hasn't been thinking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, did I hurt his feelings? And then she's like, wait, no, that yes. doesn't make sense either. Okay. She's like, this honey, 120-year-old man that has better things to worry about. She's like trying to check herself on that. Yes. That was on my notes, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you didn't hurt his feelings. <laughs> like, he's old. Okay. But then I feel like we get a hint on this very last page because the this, like, maid is, like, leading her up to kind of, yes. like, where she's staying the night. And she says to Alina, make sure you lock your door. Yeah. And it says, I blinked. As a precaution, the woman says, and, like, leaves. Okay. And then she's asking herself, as a precaution against what? Yeah. Right. And that's such a good point. Like, what is there what to is be What's concerned about yeah. in the capital of this country Oof. with, like, all these guards and the king in the same place? That like, is. Like, what does she need to be concerned about? Yeah. That's a great point. Do we have anything else before we move on to the next chapter? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, I do want to just say when she was walking up the stairs and she was like, I want to reward myself with a nap. Like, relatable. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. I always want to reward myself with a nap. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, chapter six. (laughs) We meet. My favorite human. My first point in my notes is her name in all caps underlined for the exclamation point. Wait, wait, wait. I love this one. I know you guys can't see my notes, but literally, same. All caps. I said Jenya exclamation mark and a whole bunch of like we're pink yeah. all on the same page. We love this woman. Oh Before my gosh. we hit on that, yeah, go ahead. She like the first thing she talks about in this chapter is that she was having this dream where she was trying to find Mal, and like I feel like it always goes back to her trying to find Mal. Yeah, and I'm like. Girl, you can do better. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. But can we talk about the dream and how yeah. horrible it is? Yeah. He, she literally hears him laughing. Yeah. With joy, and then opens the door to find blood, and Volcra. Like, Volcra, that's oh my terrifying. gosh, you poor baby. Okay, so if no one is like objecting, should we move on to the Genya part? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, so basically, my favorite human ever—that's not a real human, but it is in my mind. Genya. 
Love her. Love her. Okay. So, she comes in, and I completely lost my place in the book. So, if you're there, go for it. Um, (laughs) She wakes up from this nightmare, right? And then there's knocking at the door. And she's like, go away. She wants to sleep. She's like, I'm not having this. And then um, it says, I don't have time for this. A female voice snapped from behind the door. Open. Now. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's the point that Jess was talking about, where it says, let them kill, kill me or kidnap me or whatever they wanted. She wouldn't complain about anything else. Like, she goes and opens the door. And then she says, she was easily the most beautiful person I had ever seen. And I love that description of Jenya. It talks all about her, her skin, her eyes, her hair. She's all being perfect, Mm -hmm. basically. And she's in this cream-colored kefta, which is not something we've seen yet at this point in this book. We've seen several different colors, but this is something that's new to her. Yeah. And so, at this point, um, Alina is on high alert, right? Because especially the last conversation he had, she had was, like, be aware of, yeah. you know, be cautious, lock your door. And so, this person comes in, and then she's, like, beautiful and gorgeous. So, she's like, what is happening? So, she's on high alert of, like, no, you can't do anything. And basically, Jenya is like, let me help you get ready, blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't really, like, in Alina's defense... She doesn't really give any information yeah. <laughs> until Alina is like, we'll make a moment. Like, yeah. And she's not nice about it either. Yeah. She's like, hold her down if you have to. Yeah. She's like, let's go, lady. And this Alina's like, this lady's a tyrant. What is yes. going on? But I think that's so important because when we move forward and Alina finally agrees, she says thank you as like, thank you. Like, it's not sarcastic. It's like very true and I think that like shows how scared she is because we realize that the person who told her to help her and get ready and everything was the darkling and like if she had to go to the darkling and be like hey (laughs) Alina would let me get ready or help her get ready and then yeah so like that's such a relief you read in those those um sentences that I'm like whoa wait a second yeah Hmm. Yeah, and moving along from there, she's like, why are we in such a rush? What's going on? Jenya's like, you got to meet the king in like an hour. Let's hurry it up. She's like, oh, crap. Okay. And she talks about, she says, like, modesty wasn't really a thing in the military. Mm -hmm. But going back to her vulnerability, she was like being the only naked person in the room. And there was something different about that. Yeah. So that goes back to her vulnerability of, like, she's been living this life, like, in the orphanage, in the military, where she's surrounded by all these other people. But she doesn't like being singled out. Yeah. Especially with the description of how beautiful Jenya was. Mm-hmm. And to have someone as beautiful as Jenya was in the same room as, like, being, you know, getting ready and stuff and, and like, being naked her. and scrutinizing. That is... That is difficult. Yeah. That's yeah. understandable. Um, so they basically, like, force her into this bath so that she can be clean. Yes, 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 And she's like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Like, I haven't had a hot bath in a long time. And then they're, like, ushering her out of this bath. And Jenya sits her down and is like, sit. And she has this trunk oh, yeah. that she opens. Um, and it's just, like, all these different kind of, like, bottles and vials of different like berries, things. leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is where we learn about Jenya's talent mm. and her order of Grisha or yes. non-order of Grisha, depending on how you look at it. Yes. I think that's a great way to describe it. We kind of find out, like, that she's not under any specific 
order. Like she's she is a type of healer, but she's actually called a tailor. Yeah. yeah. Which is fascinating because she can like take a face and make them look different. Or like she completely healed the bruise of Alina, but also making her look like she's more awake. Yep. Yeah. Which yep. was a huge part through these chapters, which I re- or this chapter in particular, of like even when the Darkling sees her later on in the chapter and she's like, oh, he, he said, sorry, um, you look more awake. Yeah. And like, I found that really interesting. Yeah. Maybe something to put in the back of our minds as we read other chapters. But yeah, so we find out that she's not even a healer. She's technically... Uh, Taylor, which is why she's not in red, which is what she would normally be in if she was a corporal. <laughs> Thank you. Just coming in with the same. I was like, mm, please interrupt me. <laughs> Don't know the word. Um, At the bottom of this page, though, we see that it says that Jenya asked with what seemed to be genuine curiosity. And I think that's so important to their relationship is that this is like the first person who's actually like asking yeah. and caring about her response versus just telling her mm-hmm. what she needs to be doing. And what page is that? The bottom of 94. Okay, good. Um, yeah, that is a really great point. So I think that I wrote, I think in all caps, like, friendship yes (laughs) and there's this back and forth about alina not liking the way that she looks Mm -hmm. and jenya is genuinely curious about it and they're going they have this back and forth and jenya says why are you taking this personally and Alina's, like, basically offended that she's yeah. trying to... She's like, what's wrong with me? You have to fix me. Even yeah. though she's insecure, she doesn't want other people yeah. to, like, know. They're pointing that. that out. And Jenny's just like, I have no idea. I've always been beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, very blunt. And she, I don't think she means it in a mean way. She's just like, I, I, I have don't no know. Idea. Yeah. Like, it I, must be I, easy I, being beautiful. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's literally a conversation. <laughs> no, we know what happens in the book. <laughs> she's like... But she also makes a point that that doesn't fix everything. (laughs) Okay, yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on because that that is a powerful conversation that they have. Um, Let's kind of talk about what happens next, right? So she gets ready. She's feeling better. She's looking better. She gets her clothes, which is fascinating because she doesn't get a kefta. Yeah, she's put back into her her uniform. Which I, at first reading it, was like, oh, that's mean. But, like, rereading it, I love that. Like, because we finally see her being confident in herself. She saw herself in the mirror, looking alive, looking (laughs) awake. Yeah. And she's so happy, and then she gets this, like, this outfit that was what she wore before, and it's almost like, oh, no. Like, I'm going back. Like, her heart sank a little bit. Yeah, her heart sank a little bit. So, I think that was really important for Lee to write in this this paragraph, or but this it, chapter. I think it's also important to point out that, like, she also does that and puts her back into her uniform as, like, a point to the king. Yes. Like, it's important about how she appears to the king and what he sees at first. It shows his character. Yes. Yeah. She kind of gives warnings about the king. Yep. Which, let's go ahead and move on to that. Yeah. So... I do want to talk about the particular scene where she goes, where everyone is meeting to go into the court, and they're all the different orders, and they're, like, basically fighting over her. And they're like, oh, no, she belongs with us. Oh, no, she belongs with us. And we see a whole other side of the Grishaverse of where 
there's even like levels in there, kind of what we were talking about before about the favorites. And like, oh well, you're just a summoner. Like <laughs> you're a lower order Greek order Grisha. Yeah, like that's why hierarchy within the orders of Grisha. Yes, because we meet this character Marie, who is yeah. also a summoner. So uh-huh. she says that she belongs with us. And then there is um, this character named Sergi. Yeah, and he says Marie said Sergi with an insincere smile. You can't possibly be suggesting that she enters the hall as a lower order Grisha. And then Marie is like, excuse me? She's like, need I remind you that the Darkling is himself a summoner? And like this bickering between all of them is just like, yikes. In my opinion. Like, and yes. then, then the, the part yes. where she's like all like, I'll walk with Jenya and then it has a whole explanation of like, well, Jenny is kind of on her own. Yes, with that. But then the Darkling comes out and is like, "She'll walk with me." And the room is silent. And the room is silent. And the chapter ends. Yep. Once again, commanding respect. Commanding exactly. the room. Yeah. So we move into chapter seven, which is, whoa. Yeah. A lot happens in chapter seven, which I feel like I keep saying, but like, wow. All right. So the very. <laughs> so can we just talk about when he sees her? After Jenya works on his face, her face, and he's literally his quote is, "You look well rested." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So then we kind of find out that Jenya is unique and on on her own. She's kind of like one of the only tailors. Okay, but one of the most disgusting yeah, lines after, because he's saying that she is unique to Becca's point, and yeah. he says like us, and then they go back and forth. And she's kind of asking why she isn't walking in with him. And he says that she has to attend to the queen. Yep. And then one of the most disgusting lines Mm -hmm. to me is that he's talking about her abilities and that he could have had her choose between being a fabricator and a corporal guy. And he says, instead, I cultivated her particular affinity to and made her a gift to the queen. Ew. A gift. Ew. A, a human person. A gift. Oh. A human person is a gift to you. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I have that also. I hate that line. Hate it. And the Darkling was talking about, I hope you don't expect fairness from me. <gasps> yes. yes. And Which... he had said something similar in a chapter previous where he basically was like, I'm not, not merciful. Fair. I'm yeah. not fair. Whatever, and he's said this multiple times up until now. So he is warning us and that, he, like, he's not a good person. He paints himself <laughs> in this light of not being fair, not but, being merciful. Yeah, he's honest. Yes. Like, at least he can say that. I feel like the fascination with him, though, comes from it being told in her point of view. Yes. And she's fascinated with him. Yeah. And she sees him as this, like, calm, cool, collected leader. Versus, like, he's actively telling the reader, like, I'm not I'm a not. good Red person. flag, red flag, red flag. But, I mean, I'm fascinated with him. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I, I agree. love me some Darkling. I okay. love those court size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Oh, man. Okay, so let's go ahead and move into where... Um, they meet the king, which yeah. I literally have written, ew, we don't like the queen. The king. <laughs> either. either. I have that written later. It's like, ew, we don't like the queen either. Um, okay, so basically, Dar- the Darkling drops a bomb on her and is like, by the way, you have to show your power. Yeah. Which, at this point, she has no control over her power, whether she shows it or whether she doesn't show it. So, uh, this entire, like scene where she had to trust in him 
to show her power is, like, I think very telling. Yeah. Like, she has to give full faith in him yeah. to being, like, he's like, I got it. Okay. Yeah. I'd be like, how do you got it? He's yeah. also kind of like, you got it. Oh, yeah. Tech- yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Which is, like, even more scary. Yeah. yeah. Because they go before the king, and he introduces her as the sun summoner. Like, he has complete yes. faith in this is what she is, and this is what she's able to do. Yeah. Like, wild. Wild. Because she's like, excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? Hello? Um, um, so in this scene, he basically has come up with a whole plan, right? So he makes the darkness go in front of the king. Well, okay, so wait, let me back up. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. No, it's okay. Um, So they meet the king. They go through. They meet the king. And he's like, I have this written down. That's why I want to talk about it. His first reaction is, she's plain. Yeah. Ew. Also underlined. Ew. I feel like that just goes back to what Jenya said of, like, you don't want the king's attention. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. That's okay. Yes. That's okay. But, like, that just reinforces that statement. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was definitely a warning from Jenya. Like, don't worry about it. You don't. You don't want it. But I love her sassiness that she says the king wasn't much to look at either. <laughs> he was yes. particularly chinless. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I love her. Um, so in this entire scene, um, the darkling shows the shadows. Gets to the point where he, they like, okay, I kind of love this scene, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. They like reach hands for each other. Yeah. And that's where they find each other. And then she's like summoning the sun like she gets to the point where she shows her power which this is also the first time where she like goes with it it. goes with it it's not like forced it's not like i'm dying so i need to show it it's or like i'm pushing 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 it down down. like she wants it to show and yeah when it talks back to what you were saying when it says his bare hands slid into mine Mm -hmm. it brings me back to when they were on the horse and he put his hand on her neck, yes. and she yes. felt that surety. Yeah, and she felt that same thing, but this time with, it. with an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on, they obviously show its power, and the king is like, "Oh, a miracle! Ah, yay!" So he kisses her hand. I wrote, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gross." Um. So she meets a bunch of people afterwards, and then Jenya is like, "Hey, the queen wants to meet you." Mm. Before we move into that, did you have anything else to say beforehand? We meet a very important character. Okay, yes, I have that um, Which is the priest, also known as You're right. the apparat. Absolutely. Um, and he says, a miracle indeed, staring at me with a disturbing intensity. Yeah. Um, and she says that he smells like mildew and incense, <laughs> like a tomb. And she's grateful when he leaves. Yeah. Ooh. And yes. I also think it's very interesting the way she describes him walking away to join the king she says he slithered away mm-hmm. to join the yeah, king yeah, yeah. i think that's interesting he, makes, it. Yeah. he makes me uncomfy yeah when i read Agreed. that when i read that entire thing i was like ooh, I like people that still talk it to him yes me either queen yeah also i have you yes <laughs> yeah. rude queen yeah. yes she is rude and also we find out that jenya has no idea she's an orphan yeah and I think that when I was reading this, I didn't realize that they actually don't know where she's from. Like, they don't None know her know. history. Yeah. And so when she dropped that ball of, like, the queen, you know, made a show about, like, oh, well, we need to tell your family that you're, like, 
blah, blah, blah. You're Grisha. You're, like, amazing. Blah, yeah. Blah. And then she's like, oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have parents. parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, dark humor. <laughs> um, and so then, it, like, it makes a point in this this paragraph that, she, like, Jenya is like, ooh. Right? Yeah. And the queen's like, yay, this is marvelous. Yes, we have ew. an orphan as a sun summoner. What? <laughs> an orphan? How marvelous. Ugh. Oh, yes. my gosh. So, I I just have to point out, <laughs> when they end that scene and they're walking out and Jenny says, old cow. I love that part. <laughs> yeah. And then, part. on the very next page... The Darkling calls the king a child. I wrote, yes. they're so bold. Like, yeah, Alina's just, like, shook at this point. She really She is. goes, these people seem to speak treason as easily as breathing. Yes. She's like, these people could be hung for this, and they're just, like, talking shit about Rosie. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is this? Yes. So, as long as we're good to move on, I have something to talk about the next scene. Yeah, go ahead. When the Darkling ex- is telling Jenya that she's ready for Kefta. That Alina is ready for Mm -hmm. Kefta. Yes. Here we go. And he says the Kefta will be black. Which we talked in previous chapters that that is a huge deal. That is the Darkling's colors. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is huge. And then my favorite, Alina coming through being like, actually, I don't want black. Her bold self. She's so bold. If I was her, I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> yes, I darling. Cry. Okay, Becca. I will be. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but also, he just cut a man in half. Would you really be like, I'm, no thanks? Is this yeah. thing called, like, what is it called? Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a little like, hey, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, I literally have in all caps, what? (laughs) Um, But also at the same time, what power Alina has where she can be like, actually, I want blue. Yeah. Which is what we know is the summoner colors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which the other Greek shows see as like the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. And she's like, I want that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, But he's like, Jenya is like horrified. She's like, what are you talking about? You're yeah. insane. And Alina's like, yeah, so I said what I said. And the Darkling's like, why? And she's like, I already don't, I already feel like I don't belong here. I think it might be easier if I weren't mm-hmm. singled out. And he says, are you so anxious to be like everyone else? And she's like, yeah, to be honest, like, I don't want to be singled out. Um, and I think that's just important because she... She doesn't want to be by herself. She wants to belong among other people. And if she did wear black, the only person she belongs with is him versus, Oof. like, all all the others that she could. Yeah, and back to her insecurities, maybe she sees herself as the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. I mean, she heard that thing about the whole, like, the summoners basically being the lesser order Grisha. She's yeah. like, that's where I belong. Oh. You know, that might be, like, an internal, oh. like... I belong at the bottom with oh, the rest of so you know? That's my spot. Oh, my Maybe God. Maybe that's like an internal... I don't know. That's, that's so, so sad. sad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But you're right. Wow. Yeah. So, Jenya scolds her and is like, what the yes. heck is wrong with you? Yeah. Then Alina starts to internally doubt herself, but yeah. is still, like, sticking with so it. So, I'm still going to be blue. Like, yeah. So, I love this next scene that we... So, we obviously end there, and then we move on to the next scene where it's time for dinner. Yeah. 
And Jenya asks, like, would you rather wait and eat dinner with the rest of the Grisha? And she's like, no, I'd rather have dinner with you. Besties. I literally yes. wrote all caps friendship. Aww. <laughs> um, Like, that's so sweet. Like, she wants to have dinner with her. And I also have um, kind of in my notes, like, Jenya starts to, like, doubt her a little bit where she's like, actually, you should know, like, I don't actually eat dinner with the Grisha because I'm kind of... We, we noticed that she's kind of, like, not known yeah. under the... Not not necessarily not known, but, like... She doesn't belong she to, doesn't like, belong. any of the orders. Yes. Yeah. And um, she makes it a point she, to point out that all the orders eat with each other. Yeah. They don't mix. Yeah, like, there you go. They sit with their same order. And she doesn't belong amongst any of them. So, like, she doesn't really have a place mm-hmm. to sit. Like, the oh. cool kids' table on yes. the lunch yes. All the clicks. She's the best. <laughs> I love her. I know. That's so sweet. And then, then I, okay, I have to mention. <laughs> Alina being like, fine, don't eat with me. Yes. <laughs> she just has a sassy remark ready for her being like, you should know. Or, sorry, Jenya starts to say, like, you should know, like, normally this doesn't happen. And then. Alina takes it as like, oh, well, I'm defensive now. Yeah. I'm have a wall. Like, ooh, then you don't have to eat with me. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then they end up eating together, so they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then friendship. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Then they come to the end of dinner. Yes. And um, we come across. She's explaining what's going to happen the next day. She's going to go for a little training. Have a little oh, breakfast. Oh, my morning. gosh. Yes. And she says, tomorrow you meet Bagra. Mm-hmm. And Elena's like, Bagra. And she, it says, Jenya grinned wickedly. Oh, yes. She's an absolute treat. Which she is. And she then Jenya just, like, pieces out. Yeah. She's she, like, <laughs> on that note, goodbye. <laughs> and then Elena's like, what the what heck do I expect <laughs> for tomorrow? Yes. So then she moves on. She goes to bed and is hope. <laughs> it's actually really sad reading this chapter. I mean, this paragraph of being like, well, maybe I'll wake up and none of this happened and Alexi is still alive and Mal is unhurt yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah, but also go, she makes this list of like everything that's happened to her within the past like 24 hours. And she's like, these people died. I almost died. I found out this stuff. I met these scary people. Yeah. And then she's like, or maybe I would have never felt the dark one's hand on the nape of my neck. And why is she lumping in that? <laughs> why is she lumping that in with like almost dying? Because yeah. he's beautiful. <laughs> like, really, 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 come on. Ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> All I can picture is Ben being the darkling now. That's probably a problem. Um, but yes, go ahead, Jessica. I just, I don't know. This long list of very traumatic things. Yeah. And she lumps in the darkling touching her neck. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, okay, back to like, she's the 16-year-old girl, you know? The end of that paragraph is, I could tell Mal all about this strange yeah. and terrifying but very beautiful, beautiful dream. Because we didn't mention, she loved the look of everything, yes. right? She saw the castle, or not the castle, but, you know, the palace, and saw how beautiful it was, and that there was pearl, like, inside yes. of the stone, and she was like, oh, that could have gone to us, and, like, how come we're at the bottom? Like, that kind of whole All this money circle. that was spent on this yes. glorious castle, yes. and she's like, there's all these peasants that don't yes. have food. Wow. And I was an orphan. Yes. And it was great. 
And, but yeah, yeah, back to the beautiful thing. She, at one point, even caught herself looking in the mirror. And she's like, wow, what is wrong with me? Yeah. She's like, like, this moment where she actually felt beautiful for a second. So we end this chapter with, Mm. oh, this is heartbreaking. I rubbed my thumb over my my scar in my palm. And I heard Mal's voice saying, we'll be okay, Alina. We always are. And then she responds with, I hope so, Mal. I whispered into my pillow and let my tears carry me to sleep. That's so sad. Girl, that is cry so yourself sad. to sleep in that. You good. You oh good, my sis. gosh. So basically, that was all of our chapters that we read. Holy cow. So much happened. So much. So Literally much so much. Um, yeah. Where do we where do we even go from there? I don't know. Yeah. Like Maybe. where where's this adventure at the palace gonna take her? Where is she gonna go next? What's Who happening? knows? And that was barely a hundred pages. Yeah. Holy cow. I can't wait. I can't wait. It gets What's a lot time? messier from here, yes. folks. So uh, buckle up. Yes. So stay tuned with the chapters that we're reading next, because we would love for you to read along with us so you can kind of, like, tell us about your discussion. Like, comment below when we post about stuff on our Instagram and, like, all that stuff. We want to yes. know what you're thinking, too, because this is wild. This is a wild ride. But um, that was a lot. That was really heavy. Does anyone have any closing comments? And then we'll talk about, like, a fun little... No. Thanks. 8 through 15 is next, yeah. so read up. Yes. Okay. Well, I loved that drink that we had, the Corporal... Corporal. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I don't know how many I've had, but... <laughs> yep. It was delicious. Great job, Jess. <laughs> 10 out of 10 from oh my gosh. on the drinks and the chapters. Yes. Do we want to say anything in particular that we take away from these chapters at all? Maybe Jessica's gonna get like a lot more wild from yes. here. Like it's about to get crazy. There's a lot of red flags, but also I love the dark thing. Okay. And Barnes, if you're free, I'm gonna say Barnes, you got a simp for toxic men. I love you, Ben Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our Instagram is yes. at Tipsy Book Reads, and our TikTok. Is at Tipsy Book Reads. And if you want to email us, it is tipsybookreads <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> so easy to remember. <laughs> Follow us along. We will be telling. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be saying what drink we'll be making and also what chapters we'll be reading. Yeah, read so along, with, read us. along with us. And, and drink, drink along with us, us if you are over on. the age of 21. Yes, mm-hmm. over the age of 21. Let me reiterate that. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. This was exciting and messy. Sorry in advance. Read a lot and drink responsibly. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>